Blog Talk Radio. about what's hot in these blogs, what's hot in these streets, and you 
are welcome to chime in at any point regarding anything we're discussing. Uh, 646-716-8544 is the number to call. Follow us on Instagram at Hollywood and Friends. And yeah, what up though, Judy? How was your weekend? Judy Blue? The weekend was cool. We got out a little bit this weekend. Um, it was it was all right. Can't complain. It's, it's it's been way better than the past couple of months. I tell you that. Yeah. Still ain't getting no retail therapy though. That's what I'm really waiting for, and I'm waiting for the gyms to open back up. Even though I hate it. <laughs> I Soon need come. it. Soon come. I need it. So New York is doing this whole phase thing. It feels like we are the last of the cities. It feels like to open up and go through these phases. I'm hearing Cali is already on like phase two or three. We just but you gotta understand why though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Because we're really, really, like, there's so many people out here. Yeah, I understand. I ain't mad. It's, it's, it's cool. You know? We're so congested out here. It's crazy. Right, right. Come on, yeah. Kim, because I called her today. Like, when you coming back? <laughs> I need Kim? my nails and my feet done. Oh, yes, I need my nuts. shit done. <laughs> Well, you uh, when did you come in back? Wow, for Kim though, because I think I Kim know, is a part of phase, phase four. three or something like that. Or phase four. She's phase four. Jeez. So phase one begins tomorrow here in New York, and that's basically like um, construction, non-essential construction, and um, non-essential retail businesses are able to open. So if you want your retail therapy, it won't be the way you want it to be. They've you can't been be out in there though. browsing the racks. Well, the I think They've just been the out the construction been, been out. and all that. The thing is, is it been doing essential construction was going on. Okay. Now it's non-essential. So like these residents, residency, these are uh, residencies. I mean, these are residential uh, buildings and stuff like that. Those will be okay. getting back to uh, to getting done. Shit that wasn't really right. that that important. Right. But the retail. They're going to be open for like curbside pickup. Right. So you will have to place the order online and choose curbside pickup, and then you go sit outside and have them come bring it to you like you're at McDonald's or something. Okay. Yeah. And there's some other stuff in the, in this phase that I'm not 100% about, but yeah. So that starts tomorrow. I miss my and discount then, stores like Marshalls and stuff. Yeah. Do Marshalls even this have a website to do yeah, do, they uh, got they got a website. Okay. But not the same. <laughs> the stuff online looks ugly. Mm. So yeah, it's not the same. We are not the same. I am a Martian. By the way, that song you heard at the beginning that was called The Different World by Yours Truly. You could go on YouTube.com, search Hollywood, a different world, see the music video about what basically echoes what's going on right now in this country. 
how it right. feels to be black in America. Uh, let me tell the people what we're going to be talking about today. So, George Floyd, we already know what went down, but what we're discussing today is the impact that his death is having. And I don't know about y'all, but it feels different. We're going to talk right. about it. Um, it. It feels like a change going to come. Um, also, the White House got a new address, 1600 Black Lives Matter Plaza. Who That's mad? a fact. Who mad? Um, and we got an update on Ahmad Arbery. That's it. We're going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, and the question of the day for today, if you could live the life of a public figure for one full year, who would that be? 646-716-8544. Press numero uno at any point. If you want to chime in, we'll bring you in. Judy Blue, if you could live the life of a public figure for one full year, who would that be? Hmm. Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> Why not, right? I just want to see what it's like, like you know. Right. Ooh, what? Is, I just want to know, like. I want to see all the properties and all that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Chick, For real. You, you you saying Beyonce, and I definitely was on the lines of either Jay Z or Diddy. Right, and I think not I'm Diddy. leaning more uh-uh, towards Jay Z. Not Diddy. because uh-uh. I don't want to know what he be doing. I might find out some <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna lean towards Jay Z, and it's because like it's more than just the money. It's like right, they, there's power behind uh, Jay Z and Beyonce's brand. Like right. they got the power to like shut shit down more than like I've seen with other people like they are like at the top of the food chain in terms of celebrities so just just to get a a taste of that what it's like to just be like yo we coming through shut that down And the respect level is out of this world right. for the most part. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we would say. What would you guys say? If you want to chime in, 646-716-8544, if you could live the life of a public figure for one full year, who would that be? In the meantime, in between time, we're going to get into what's hot in these blogs and the impact of George Floyd. It's it's crazy. How, how do you feel right now with... with Seeing what is going on, like from the, the protests that are happening, the the amount of support from all over. I think it's amazing. Like, I think it's amazing. I did not expect it to go like this. Yeah. I did not. Crazy. I agree. Okay. His daughter, there was a video that floated around of his daughter, and she said, Daddy changed the world. And yeah. without question, it, it feels different. I said this last week. 
something feels different about this time. And I don't know if it's because of the way we've seen it happen. Because we've been here before. We've seen people, our people, get murdered at the hands of police, running away right. from the police. We've seen us getting shot down. We've seen us right. being home in, our, in the comfort of our own home and getting shot down. We've seen it. Right. We, we've seen the anger. We've seen the hashtag Black Lives Matter and the hashtag Say Her Name, Say His Name. We've seen it. But it feels different this time for some reason. Right. And I don't know if it's because of that, that uh, the length of the video and the complete disregard that the cop had with his knee on George's neck. Right. And it's, it's something. I don't know what triggered it, but it sucks that it has to come at the expense of him losing his life that a change feels like it's finally about to happen. You got people speaking out about this that never said nothing before. Corporations, celebrities. Millions and millions of people from different countries worldwide. All over. Showing support. It's, for the it's hitting, movement, it's hitting different. And yes, it really is. We love to see it. We love to see it. Right. So, um, like I said, a bunch of different businesses and stuff tweeting out. Um, Amazon, Uber. I don't know if you get any emails from a lot of these companies, but Uber sent me an email. Um, who else sent the email? Is uh dang who else? Wow, people! But I'm gonna just read y'all Uber because most of them have this similar uh sentiment. They all kind of saying similar things. But Uber sent out an email and they said, "Let me start by saying I wish I never had to send this email. I wish that the lives of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and countless others weren't so violently cut short. I wish that institutional racism and the police violence it gives rise to." didn't cause their deaths. I wish that all members of our black community felt safe enough to move around their cities without fear. I wish that I didn't wow. have to try to find the words to explain all of this to my two young sons. But I've been given hope this week by hundreds of thousands of peaceful protesters demanding change. I'm committed to being a part of that change. They say, as a company, we believe that everyone has the right to move freely, no matter where they live or the color of their skin. We're proud of how Uber has helped improve transportation equity over the last decade, but the reality remains that black Americans often don't feel safe to move freely in many places around our country, and they still face right. enormous barriers that others do not. This is a reality we should not perpetrate or accept. We must do better. They said, um, do better. We, know there's no, we know there's no easy solution to the problems we face, we have faced for centuries. We also know that we need to devote our time, energy, and resources towards making a difference. That's why we're making a number of commitments that we will uphold, not just this week, but for years to come. So they announced that they donated a million dollars to the Equal Justice Initiative and Center for Police and Equity to support their important work in making racial justice in America more than just a promise. Mm. Um, they, they say they are committed to supporting the black community. As a starting point, they say they will use Uber Eats to promote black-owned restaurants. 
while making mm. it easier for you to support them with no delivery fees for the remainder of the year. And in the coming there weeks, you go. they say they will offer discounted rides to black-owned small businesses who have been hit hard by COVID-19 to help in their recovery. And they, they say a bunch of other things, but... It's like they just now realizing. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, there's so many companies that I receive emails from, Macy's, um, it's so many different companies, and they all kind of say the same thing, and a lot of them are donating, putting their money where their mouth is, donating to the uh, causes that's really doing the work. Like, shit is different right now. So different right now. It's so crazy. Um, I was like, imagine being born and not knowing that you were born to be sacrificed, because that's basically what he was. Mm-hmm. Without him, this would not be happening. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's so crazy. Right. He had to be sacrificed for um, the world to notice what's right. really going on. After Even after Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, at right. all, Rosa Parks, every, every, every exactly, every, everybody that did it in the past, and y'all still didn't get it, this man that nobody even thought of had to die just for you to get it. Right. Crazy. It's, it's, it's one of those, like, you can't explain it, like, the whole right. like uh uh mm, I don't wanna compare it to like Genesis Quad, but it's like one of those things where it's like you you just it's just that something. It was like it, it was the worst situation to watch, but something about right. it was like at the right time, at the right moment, at at and where in order to have this reaction. It was like it was it was meant to be. Was, we literally weird, watched but, this man die. Yeah. Like we literally watched this man die. Yeah. On social media. Yeah. Okay. And thank God for the video. Thank God for camera phones, because even after this, amongst the protests, when you have cops shoving people down um, and attacking people that are peaceful protesting and are being held accountable now because of video showing it. Otherwise, the shit would be gone with the wind. Like, yeah. So, it's it's, it's amazing. um, I've heard of already maybe three or four different cases of cops being fired for doing some dumb shit. Dumb shit. To protesters. We both said dumb this. shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you still power tripping? Right. Like, I just saw a 26 minute video of um, a bunch of cops going into a family gathering on um, Franklin in Brooklyn about Eastern Parkway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I got to send it to you. People wow. screaming, babies crying, 
They're telling but them they to did, go. And you know what's so crazy? Because it was curfew. You know, we had curfew oh, okay, okay. this week because of all the looting and everything. Right. So they were like enforcing the curfew. Mind you, these people are getting arrested and hit on and all this craziness. And now, meanwhile, you got places like Coney Island and Harlem where the cops are just sitting back, letting people chill. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're over there enforcing it. And I think they did that because of the cop that got hit by the, um, what was it, a van or a car? Mm, possibly. Crazy dude. Possibly. Um, yeah, so... Like you mentioned, we are in a, a curfew situation. I think today is the last day for it. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see how this how this goes about. There's been a lot of people defying the curfew, and only some people, um, probably depending on the officers and how they feel in the moment, whether they really, like, go in and, like, uh, enforce it and arrest you and all that. Right. Some of them just tell you, like, get in the house or whatever, like... Right. Or whatever, like, some people... It really was out there barbecuing and everything this weekend. They didn't wow. care about no curfew. I'm not even gonna lie. I came in the house, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So... So I want to talk more about the impact of George Floyd and what's going on with it. So you got people like uh, Taylor Swift right. who has announced she's made a donation to the NAACP. You've never okay. seen that? Um, never. Before. So she uh, posted, I've made a donation to the NAACP to, to support their brilliant work in fighting racial injustice. Um, and then she posted a link for people to swipe up to learn more about the NAACP and to donate if they're able. And she went on to say it is imperative that we change, that we make change to our broken system and you have the option and responsibility to do that by voting. Because that is super important too this year. You got to get out and vote. Lady Gaga, another person, she actually is dedicating her whole Instagram with all her millions of followers to <coughs> Black Lives Matter and racial justice wow, organization. Yeah, so she tweeted Well, I would day. expect said, something like that from her. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like She's definitely always been a, a voice. She's Supported. always been like um, yeah. about equality and all that. So, yeah. She wrote, uh, starting tomorrow, I'm giving my Instagram account to each of the organizations I've recently donated to in an effort to amplify their important voices. And after I vow to regularly imp- and um, across all my social media platforms, post stories, content, and otherwise lift up the voices of the countless inspiring members and groups within the black community. Because that's one of the biggest things. Even last week when we had that whole Blackout Tuesday thing. Right. There was this confusion as to what exactly was the point of it. And some people thought it meant don't post nothing. Just post a black square and just... And then it's like that's not really what it was about. The point was to not... To kind of like pause your regular everyday 
situation. Yeah, no buying, no selling. No buying, um, no promoting, no posting music for right. the record labels and stuff. No selfies, and none of that. The point was to amp- use that time to amplify black voices, raise awareness on uh, black issues and stuff like that. So it was kind of a confusion going on behind that. So Lady Gaga, with her using her Instagram now to amplify the voices, to her, 42 million followers is definitely right up the right up the alley where it's supposed to be. Even more something that happened that's unprecedented because you know we know countless white artists that benefit from black culture right. and never would you hear them admit it or announce it um, and Justin Bieber How did, I did know? just that <laughs> what he said is something that you wouldn't think you would have I know it was one of the Justins <laughs> right where the, where the other one at so this Justin right. he said I am inspired by black culture I have benefited off of black culture my style how I sing dance, perform, and my fashion have all been influenced and inspired by black culture. I'm committed to using my platform from this day forward to learn, to speak up about racial injustice and systemic oppression, and to identify ways to be a part of a much-needed change. Come on, man. He got put on by a black man. Come on, He got put on by a black man, Usher. Facts. So, he should have said that too. Add that. Like, Add this is that. the impact of George Floyd. Right. You even got the NFL admitting that they were wrong for not listening sooner. When right. Colin Kaepernick was peacefully taking a knee. They say we, the NFL, condemn racism and the systemic oppression of black people. We, the NFL, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the NFL, believe black lives matter. Mm. The impact. George Floyd crazy took that one man did they know that this was going to be like this that's crazy Mm. crazy 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 um so there was a autopsy done uh, independent autopsy and it found that George Floyd uh, death was caused by asphyxiation from sustained mm-hmm. pressure um, aka strangled borderline like that knee is the reason he's not here with us anymore Right. 
despite the the uh, I don't know who was in charge of the initial autopsy, but they tried to say it was it wasn't that. They tried to blame right. it on him having something in his system. Heart, heart, heart yeah, heart, heart problems yeah. or um, drugs. Yeah. Of course, they was gonna go that angle. Drugs. Right. So, that was expected. But that's what they were saying from the jump. Oh, don't do drugs. See what happens when you when you on drugs? Right. Something else going on the impact of George Floyd, the state of Minnesota filed civil rights charges against Minneapolis uh, Police Department to investigate past ten years of activity. Wow. So they about to audit them like audit it and get rid of them. All the reports, everything. It's time. It's time. People like to scream Don't stop here. It's not all the cops. There's plenty of good cops. Well weed them out then. And stop standing by watching them do fuck shit. And not saying nothing. Right. Get them get them out of there. Get them bad apples out of there. If it's what y'all claim. Right. right. That's crazy. We need they some showing up do it to now, us. Like... Did you see the we video where it, we um... locked up? When they racially profiled an FBI agent, they thought they was like, "Oh, you look like such and such." I forgot who they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Like. I seen it, but I also read. I read conflicting uh, reports about it. I read one said he he was FBI, and another one said he was an EMT worker. So I, I wasn't FBI. sure which yeah. was which, but. But yeah. um, you think that Stupid. even if he was an EMT worker, they would have let him go? No. I think so. Only because, given the given the times and they on camera, they know they're looking for a certain person. So once they checked his ID and saw that he wasn't him, they had to let him go. Had mm. to. Cause what? Why? Why are you taking me? He like, said, "I think you got a warrant." Like what? Is that what he said? I think you got a warrant. I think you are this person. Like what? Crazy. It's wild. I think now I should, but I feel like there should be lessons on law, like mandatory. The way we got math, science, uh, social studies, cockass history, the way we got all of that, we should have like law courses mandatory like so we could all know know our rights and what what the police can and cannot do everyone should know it they should have courses on credit like there's a lot of shit that's more important than what they be teaching us in school yeah like what that we don't even use right 
That's wild. Like stuff we're not even gonna use in life. You you wanna teach us and this shit is being paid for. It is nuts. So there's um amongst the like protesters mm-hmm. protests and stuff, they uh is different. Like I went to uh the George Floyd Memorial on Thursday. Um, started downtown Brooklyn, and then we marched across uh, Brooklyn Bridge. And I joined in the um, the memorial. I was standing on the side waiting for my friend to come, and just seeing the amount of people walk by me with with their signs and. It just was, that shit was, like, different. It was inspiring. Like, yo, this is really a movement happening right now. Like, and it wasn't just black people. It's white people, too, who we like to call allies in this. They really was out there with their T-shirts on and groups with their signs. And it's about taking a... accountability and what you can do to help help the situation because staying silent is not the answer right so there's this this doctor um uh dr john fitzgerald gates he um He's involved with, um, he works with Macy's Corporation, something like that. So I watched this um, video of him, and they were discussing what it means to be not racist versus what it means to be anti-racist. And I think it's important for people to understand the the difference. difference. So I want to play this clip from uh, Dr. John Fitzgerald Gates on the difference between being not racist and anti-racist. Let's get it. You got it? Hold on one sec. Um, social distancing and all that quarantine stuff has got to come to an end. Thanks. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought I was talking. I didn't. Oh. I, I thought you heard me. I was on mute. Um, oh no, I didn't. I, I just saw the clip because a lot was happening this morning. So oh. go ahead yeah. and continue, and okay. I will okay. upload it. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> I know. Things happen. A Things happen. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard and living. No. <laughs> what is going on? Um, let me yeah, because um, I'm seeing that you sent it at 11 a, you know, about 11 a.m., so. Yeah. I'm just seeing it right now. All right. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So, yeah. So, 
like I mentioned earlier, a lot of companies are speaking out and what they are doing and how they are making change. And Macy's was one of them. I'm going to see if I can pull up there. Yeah, so they sent out something from uh, their CEO, Jeff. A little bit of it while we get this cut together. They say, uh, Macy's is proudly, quote-unquote, America's department store. Beyond the products we offer, the parade, and the fireworks celebration, our company will ultimately be known for the values we exhibit. That starts with fostering an inclusive, welcoming community, one that believes and acts on a principle that everyone is created equal and deserves our respect. The death of George Floyd is sadly just one more incident of racial injustice, including those against Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, along with countless others. The grief, frustration, and anger that we have seen is understandable, and as a company, we are committed to do our part in end systemic racism. That part. So they say this week we hosted a virtual town hall attended by over 5,000 of our colleagues across the country. Several opened up with remarkable vulnerability and honesty about their experience of being black in this country, in our company, and in the streets, about the difficulty of living a life on God all the time, of teaching a young child to do the same, of constantly explaining why black lives matter, because that shit, you believe it or not, is still a thing. Like, people still don't get it. Or they just don't yeah. want to get it. And then they don't care. Like, we be like, oh, black lives matter. And then, oh, all lives matter. We're not saying your life does right. not matter. We're just trying to let you understand, well, if all lives matter, why does it seem like black lives don't matter? So right. we got to keep reminding you that black lives right. matter as well. Don't you Until get it? Until black lives matter, we can't, we can't say all lives matter because black lives is not included in that, apparently. Right, and the then here they go with the blue lives. Like swept, we've been disregarded. We've been like treated like nothing. Right, since as far as we could remember or been taught, like it's, right, it's wild that people still think us saying Black Lives Matter means all lives don't. Just like yeah, other any other doesn't. Then they talk about blue lives matter. Blue, blue is and not a race. Just, that shit is just dumb. Facts, like get That's out of here. Not that. That's not a race. That's not a race. That's your choice of occupation. You could have done right. something else. You could right. have been been somebody else. Um, just, just crazy. <laughs> crazy. Oh, I just uh, got word from uh, producer Stacy. The curfew has ended immediately. He announced that early in. May have mentioned it. Oh, that's lit. That's lit. Why don't okay, I'm trying to upload Russia? this, and I oh. think Marie was some. I think she got kicked out. I don't know what happened. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, I just got disconnected. Oh. It just kicked me out because I said <laughs> blue lives is not a, a race. Uh, wow. 
Anyway, what, what were we talking about? What were you talking about before I was really disconnected? <laughs> um, the the fact that uh, blue lives is in the thing. Yeah, it's not a race. It's an occupation, period. What? Um, so we're still in the process of getting this clip up of um, Dr. John Fitzgerald. Should we? I wonder if we, we should uh, move on to something else in the meantime. Yeah, sure. Is it the one that's to... not named Kimberly Jones? Yeah, yeah, it's the other one. But not racist? Yeah, not racist. Okay, so that that's about to be uploaded here shortly. Okay. And then I, um, the other one I would do in a, in a few, the Kimberly Jones one. Kimberly Jones. Um, is Little Kim. You know what? That is her name, right? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. This, <laughs> this woman, though, her name is uh, Kimberly Jones, and she, when I tell you I watched, and listen to what she spoke over and over and over because it was like the way she broke it down, um, systemic racism and talking about the looters and how people are focusing too much on the what they are doing as opposed to why they are doing it. And the way she broke it down, like the game of Monopoly. And... It it was like I was like, Yo, who is this woman? I need to find out who she is. Like protect this woman at all costs. One of my cousins was saying like uh with with this much knowledge they're gonna try to take her out. I was like shaking my head. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I um, saw that. That was, that was, yeah, that was a lot to take in. Yeah, she she hit the nail right on the head. Like I, I, right on I need head. everyone to see this video, and that's why we're gonna play it today as well. Because I need everyone to hear this, what uh, Kimberly Jones had to say. Um, right. So yeah. Let's talk about in the meantime. Let's talk about how the White House got a new address. No, the the clips are ready. Just so you know. Oh, they are. All right, cool. So before we get to the White House, so like I was mentioning earlier, um, Dr. John Fitzgerald spoke about the differences, the difference between being not racist and being anti-racist, and how you got to understand the difference. So let's play this clip from Dr. John Fitzgerald. All right. So. Racism is um, the application of uh, differential treatment and regard uh, uh, based on race. Um, Many of us don't do that. Um, We go through life uh, treating people fairly and with dignity and respect, right? We are not racist um, in that sense. That's a very passive thing. Right, we can passively engage in being uh, not racist, anti-racism, 
requires that we actually take a stand um, and that we um, look at our policies, our practices, um, uh, all the things around us and seek to ameliorate racism, right? So one is a passiveness where um, as long as, you know, it's not me, I'm not doing it, it's okay. The other one, anti-racism, says that we all have an obligation um, in this uh, grouping of humanity that we share uh, to root out racism. And that's it. Like, because you got a lot of white people who feel like, I'm not racist. Like, I love everybody. Like, I don't right. treat nobody no way. And that's fine. But like Dr. John Fitzgerald Gay said, that's a, such a passive thing to be not racist. Like, anybody could be uh, not racist because, you, you know, you love everybody or whatever. You're not like that. But being anti-racist is much more important. Anti-racist are the people who are out there right now because of George Floyd. Not going to stand for it, right. They're uh, speaking out. These are the anti-racists. We need more of, more of you guys. We need more of the people who are not just going to sit quiet and think, well, I'm not racist, so we right. need anti-racist. And that's, what, that, that's, that's a very important thing. When he said that, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's crazy. Like, a lot of people don't even think about um, that. They just think, like, oh, it's not me. Like, I don't do that. But well, that's being the question silent, you need to ask. Are you not racist or just are you that. anti Right, because being silent is just, just silent is just as bad as um doing it at the end of the day. Right. So, um, let's go right into this uh, next clip from this woman, Kimberly Jones, and she she basically breaks down what is happening amongst the protesting. Um. The different types of people out there as in regards to the looting and rioting. And she brings up an important question as to why certain things are happening. Why are these people looting? And she goes into systemic racism and economics in this country. And the way she broke it down... I swear everybody needs to hear what this woman has to say. So we're going to play it right now. Kimberly Jones on what's going on right now in this country. The ones I've noticed that have been making the commentary are wealthy black people making the commentary about we should not be um, rioting, we should not be looting, we should not be tearing up our own communities. And then there's been an argument of the other side of we should be hitting them in the pocket. We should be focusing on the blackout days where we don't spend money. Um, but, you know, I feel like we should do both. And I feel like I support both. And I'll tell you why I support both. I support both because there's, when you have a civil unrest like this, there are three types of people in the street. There are the protesters, there are the rioters, and there are the looters. The protesters are there because they actually care about what is happening in the community. They want to raise their voices, and they are there strictly to protest. You have the rioters who are angry, who are anarchists, who really just want to fuck shit up, and that's what they're going to do regardless. And then you have the looters, and the looters almost exclusively are just there to do that, to loot. 
Now, people are like, well, what did you gain? Well, what did you get from looting? I think that as long as we're focusing on the what, we're not focusing on the why, and that's my issue with that. As long as we're focusing on what they're doing, we're not focusing on why they're doing. And some people are like, well, those aren't people who are legitimately angry about what's happening. Those are people who just want to get stuff. Okay, well then, let's go with that. Let's say that's what it is. Let's ask ourselves why in this country in 2020, the financial gap between poor blacks and the rest of the world is at such a distance that people feel like their only hope and only opportunity to get some of the things that we flaunt and flash in front of them all the time is to walk through a broken glass window and get it. That they are so hopeless that getting that necklace, getting that TV, getting that change, getting that bed, getting that phone, whatever it is that they're going to get is that in that moment when the riots happen and if they present an opportunity of looting, that's their only opportunity to get it. We need to be questioning that why. Why are people that poor? Why are people that broke? Why are people that that food insecure, that clothing insecure, that they feel like they're only shot, that they are shooting their shot? by walking through a broken glass window to get what they need. And then people want to talk about, well, there's plenty of people who pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and got it on their own. Why can't they do that? Let me explain to you something about economics in America. And I'm so glad that as a child I got an opportunity to spend time at PUSH where they taught me this, is that we must never forget that economics was the reason that black people were brought to this country. We came to do the agricultural work in the south and the textile work in the north. Do you understand that? That's what we came to do. We came to do the agricultural work in the south and the textile work in the north. Now, if I right now, if I right now decided that I wanted to play Monopoly with you, and for 400 rounds of playing Monopoly, I didn't allow you to have any money, I didn't allow you to have anything on the board, I didn't allow for you to have anything, and then we played another 50 rounds of Monopoly, and everything that you gained and you earned while you were playing that round of Monopoly was taken from you. That was Tulsa. That was Rosewood. There are pla those are places where we built black economic wealth, where we were self-sufficient, where we owned our stores where we owned our property and they burned them to the ground. So that's 450 years. So for 400 rounds of Monopoly, you don't get to play at all. Not only do you not get to play, you have to play on the behalf of the person that you're playing against. You have to play and make money and earn wealth for them and then you have to turn it over to them. So then for 50 years, you finally get a little bit and you're allowed to play. And every time that they don't like the way that you're playing or that you're catching up or that you're doing something to be self-sufficient, they burn your game. They burn your cards. They burn your monopoly money. And then finally at the release and the onset of that, they allow you to play and they say, okay, now you catch up. Now at this point, the only way you're going to catch up in the game is if the person shares the wealth, correct? But what if every time you share the wealth, then there's psychological warfare against you to say, oh, you're an equal opportunity higher. So if I played 400 rounds of Monopoly with you and I had to play and give you every dime that I made, and then for 50 years, every time that I played, I, if you didn't like what I did, you got to burn it like they did in Tulsa and like they did in Rosewood, how can you win? How can you win? You can't win. The game is fixed. So when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. 
We don't own anything. We don't own anything. There is, Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have that if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning the fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract. When you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so fuck your target. Fuck your Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned, they could burn this bitch to the ground. And it still wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge. Yo, when I tell you I got chills, let the church say amen. Yes, because at first when she started talking, I was like, what is she talking about? I'm about to turn this off. <laughs> then she started getting it. I was like, oh, okay, yes. yes. Amen. That last Amen. line, they they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not right. revenge. Right. Because we've been done so dirty since, 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 since. And we still here, just hey, been, 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 smiling, right? Kumbaya, and y'all still right. saying fuck us, like, right? Kimberly Latrice Jones on Instagram, KimJonesWrites.com is her website. She's a 2020 NAACP Image Award nominee, and she's a co-author of "I'm Not Dying with You Tonight." Right. She is. Dope. So dope. So dope. Um, all right. Let's move on to White House having a new address, 1600 Black Lives Matter Plaza. What you thought when you seen this and heard about this? Smack. <laughs> That's a smack in the face. <laughs> crazy um fast shouts to the mayor in dc muriel bowser on june 5th um they renamed uh the plaza was renamed officially black lives Mm -hmm. matter plaza is a two-block section of 1600 street in northwest uh in downtown washington dc is the street that leads right to the white house they painted Black Lives Matter in yellow paint on the street. Huge. They probably like, look at this monstrosity. And <laughs> <laughs> yellow yes, gold capital back in letters. The like it's time, baby. It's time. Um, it's definitely time. Like so someone they added only... at the end of it. Go ahead. I was just real quick, I was gonna say 
they only partially started to recognize us when Obama became president. That's when I started seeing more black families on TV, more black mm. cartoons, more black everything, you know, when he became yeah. president. But it's like they forgot. And then, and just because they recognized it at that time does not mean that they fully acknowledge that we matter. Like, it's, we are here, too. Yeah. But go ahead. Definitely. Um, so they, they added uh, defund the police at the end of it um, just yesterday, I think. And I don't know if that was a part of it or if that was just somebody just added it on their own. But so now it says Black Lives Matter and it says equals um, defund the police. The defund the police is not as big as the Black Lives Matter, but it's, it's, it's there at the end of it. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of calls to defund the police. You see a lot of signs. Um, there's a lot of emails going, email chains going around to different Congress people. And yeah, it's it's a it's a uh, it's a movement for real. Um, speaking of defunding the police, I'm reading that the guy in the White House just ordered the National Guard to start withdrawing from D.C. because you know they was out there uh, trying to regulate things because he felt it was getting out of control and the mayors and governors couldn't handle it and stuff so he's now ordering them to withdraw right so yeah this time is coming I know as soon as he uh, gets out of that office I hope they prosecute him (laughs) For That's the point. That's what I'm everything saying. that they he's they done. claim and he's protected because you can't do certain things to a um, commander in chief while they're in office. There's certain things, but the minute he's out, he needs his day in court. Get him! Right, the minute he's out, get him. Uh, so, let's move on. Last but not least, we're talking about Amar Aubrey, and it's kind of an update on the situation. I don't know if you heard, but they were saying that the the son who shot Ahmad, remember Amar Aubrey was the guy who's jogging. Yes, yes, we remember. And, How um, could we forget? Yeah, so he. They say that the the son used a racial slur after mm. um, shooting him, mm. and this wasn't brought to light initially. They tried to make it seem like, oh, we just wanted him to like, like stop and talk to us. Da da da. He attacked us, like all of this type of stuff. They they were saying, and now they're saying that. Um, he called him an effing nigger after he wow. shot him. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they're saying that the guy who recorded it is the one who said that uh, he said it. Because, you know, they got, they got him now, too. He's trying to get out of it. Remember, he was doing this press tour. Oh, so like, he's snitching. <laughs> he's trying to get uh, less, less uh, heat, I guess. Snitching. Hmm. So, so that's what he's doing, snitching on his people. He was there. He was there, too. You ain't trying to stop that. You was recording it. Right. Amping them on. Cocking your gun while you're holding up. Right. Because we heard it. Um, Crazy. Did you hear about this? Jay-Z sent his private jet to Ahmaud Arbery's lawyers to get them to court because they needed to be there and they couldn't find no way to get there. Wow. Um... How did he even Merit, find out about that? You know, they, they got the ties in with the ties at this point, you know. Right. They they tentacles are everywhere. So the the lawyers, um, Belrum Elzmazi and Esley Merritt, they represent Amar Arbery and his uh family and they it says they found themselves without transportation on June fourth. And they needed to attend a court hearing in Brunswick, Georgia. And luckily for them, Jay-Z came through in the clutch. So they revealed it on Instagram mm-hmm. that they received, it was around 1 a.m. They said they started losing hope that they would be able to make it to the court um, for their appearance. But they uh, got a call from Jay-Z's people at Rock Nation, and they chartered the flight for them to attend the hearing. And they posted a picture next to the uh, private jet. Dope. Definitely dope. Friends in high places. Yes, sir. Amen to that. Amen. All right. So that concludes with hot in these blogs. Um, 646-716-8544. Press numero uno. We're going to get ready to get into what blows my Let's get that theme music popping. Because that part. 
I saw them busting into a jewelry store with fucking power tools. Talk about this is my store or something. So where's the key? Why you don't have wow. the key? Or the the man I saw busting up the ground. Like why are you busting up the sidewalk? You busting up a ramp? Like that's you know the right. wheelchair ramp. The, right. You but why are you doing that? Now I can't. So you can get use it to throw it into. Right, so you can use it to throw it to a window or something. Like, what's going on? And then you got the cops over here telling this lady what to write, what to spray paint on the store. Wow. Like, are you kidding me? You even got cops that's just standing by and letting shit go down. Right. I saw they looted Sam's Club, and the cops was just sitting there like, come on, mm-hmm. what's really going on? Is all I wanna hear that. I'm gonna play that after we get off the show. Uh yeah, it, it's crazy. Um some feel wow. like it's it's a part of a plan. Like because right. when you have uh chaos like that, you you right. now give them ammunition come in and do dirty stuff. Right. Like they they wanted to they wanna like they're not even doing it right. You're being caught. They are caught yeah. doing it. They wanna like disrupt the movement, disrupt what's right what we really standing for. Right. Make us look a certain way. Right. Just so they could come in and regulate. Right. Like the make, pallets make of bricks that like people say the, have been the reason for the destruction. Up. It's really y'all. That's, that's did, you see the, did you see the video that um, when they, they actually saw a man wilding and they turned him into the police right then and there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's him, it's him. <laughs> right, grabbed him up. Like, that was crazy. And they took him, too. They took him. Like, once he, once he passed their threshold, their cop line, they took him, started yep. arresting him. They ain't just pushing back they into the sure protest. Did. They took him. They sure did. Busting up Crazy. stuff for what? Probably his own property too. Right, because then he you got tripped. that that angle too, where some people probably want an insurance right. money. <laughs> right. Um, you know, they just we just coming off of COVID. Shit been closed down for eight years. Right. Not exaggerating, but you know, shit been closed down. People been struggling. That insurance check might look a little good right now. Tempting. You ain't lying. Opportunity. Right. You know how it go. Somebody was saying. I was air hustling. Some 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 guy in a store. Um, in in the city. And he was talking about how, I don't know what store he was talking about, because like I said, I was just air hustling. He's a white man. He was talking to his uh, girl, lady from wherever she was from, and he was saying that when he went and bought his Rolex, how they only had like four of them in the store or something like that. Maybe it was like a certain type or something. He said they only had four of them in the store because apparently they don't carry them all in there or something maybe right. for like safety reasons or whatever and right. this particular store 
was saying that they got looted and so many Rolexes were stolen from them. So I was just trying to put two and two together that he was probably saying that's not possible because they don't carry them in there. They don't carry, right. But I didn't stick around to to continue air hustling. I got my stuff and got up out of there, but I was like, yeah. That's the tricks to the trade. Yeah, they're using this for an opportunity to get over what they just lost for the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. Sad. Let me see else, God. Because you know they're, gonna, they're about to give, you know, people money that suffered losses from the looting. So they were yeah, like, here's definitely. our chance. Here's our chance. And I don't know if you've seen anything different than me, but it seemed like the looting was only like for two days. It seems like there was one, at least in Manhattan, there's, there was one big day when people mm-hmm. went in, and then the next day it was like some trinkling happening, but Thursday they was kind of caught off guard. Like as, right. as if they maybe that wasn't was the day to it. do it. Yeah, they tore right. up Soho, Fifth Ave, like certain stores and then the next day it was like little pockets here and there but then I didn't see anything I didn't see anything else did you see anything mm-hmm. else oh, like yeah. it was just two I days. think it was the Sam's Club um, not in New York Okay. because once they touched Fordham that was it they didn't go back I ain't hear nothing about Harlem yeah. I, I don't think it was as about- crazy as we was hearing right. how the media was making it seem. Right. But Right, right. Yeah. Alright. So uh let's see. What? No, that blows mine. Uh trying to think if I have anything that blows mine right now. Um all lives matter. Head ass people blowing mine. Right. <laughs> Still not getting it. Jeff Bezos, the uh, Amazon oh, guy. my dick, Madam. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sidebar. Uh, at the protest that I went to with a, a memorial in March, they were chanting out so many different things. I was like, wait, hold on. Like, this is a new one. I never heard this one before. It was. Um, what was it? Dang, hold on, hold on. Uh, no justice, no peace. Fuck these racist-ass police. I was like, oh, okay. Heard you. <laughs> um, but what was another one they, they started chanting? Quit your job. They was chanting to the police. It was, it was a That's lot. That's crazy. It was, it was interesting to see, but yeah. Um, dang, I lost my train of thought. Forget what I was gonna say about what blows my. Oh, the Jeff Bezos guy. So, a woman emailed him because, or if you go to Amazon. Um, dot com, they show their support on the um, homepage, and a woman emailed Jeff to to express her disgust that he's supporting Black Lives Matter on the homepage because all lives matter and he got all lives that shop on his site. It's like you dumbass 
dumbass. Motherfucking, um, Still don't get it. Motherfucking, um, fucking ham head sandwich. Ham head ass. Fucking, um, motherfucking. Oh my goodness. I'm weak. Yo. People listening probably not even know. I just what the hell we just talking about. Like, what the fuck they doing? Mm. I'm trying to find the post from um Jeff, but in the meantime, in between time, uh, last call for alcohol. Do you have anything else? No. Not um, right now. Nothing I right, can so talk here, about. Here it is before we wrap it up. So her her letter, um, I'm going to read a little clip of it. It's quite disturbing to get on Amazon website and see Black Lives Matter. You provide services to more than millions, more than millions of people, including myself and the rest of my family. Like, get your um, fucking... Karen, so she said, if you all sit down... Right. Somebody said that in the comments, too, because he, he blacked out her last name but left her first name, Macy. And somebody was like, you oh, spelled no. uh, Karen wrong. <laughs> right. Um, she said it's offensive to her. Um, mm-hmm. So he responded. He said, no, Macy, I have to disagree with you. Black Lives Matter doesn't mean other lives don't matter. Black Lives Matter speaks to racism and the disproportionate risk that black people face in our law enforcement and justice system. I have a 20-year-old son, and I simply don't worry that he might be choked to death while being detained one day. It's not something I worry about. Black parents can't say the same. None of this is intended right. to dismiss or minimize the very real worries you or anyone else might have in your own life. But I want you to know I support this movement that we see happening all around us, and my stance won't change. So fuck you. Now, he said that last question. Uh, he said my sincere very best to you, Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Jeff Bezos. Okay. All right, let's yeah. get ready to get up out of here. Uh, Facebook.com yeah, slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. <laughs> Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. Uh, Judy, where they can find you? Judy.blue, J-U-D-Y dot B-L-U on Instagram, Judy Blue on Facebook. Here every Sunday at the same time. You can catch us on YouTube. Check out our challenges, our interviews at Hampton Blue on YouTube. And that's it, right? That's it, Bobby. That's it. That's it. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Hollywood. And follow our producer, Stacey, at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram, BLU on Blue. Like Judy said, YouTube.com slash Hampton Blue. Appreciate you for tuning in. However you're tuning in, iTunes, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, uh, Blog Talk Radio. Whatever. Thank you. We out. We out. That's it. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here.
Hallelujah. 